Welcome back to another podcast here in the Rams Den. Today I'm joined by Johnny, I'm going to call you Johnny Hoddle because that's your Twitter tag. But what is your oh, actual, what is your actual surname? <laughs> I, I couldn't find uh, it. My, yeah, I don't use I my surname though. So, okay, okay. so yeah, I just go with Johnny and Johnny Hoddle. I'm probably okay. going to at some point decide on one as a pseudonym, but for now I'm trying <laughs> to keep myself somewhat private. Fair play, fair play. I appreciate that. Well, welcome, mate. It's great to have you here. Uh, some some of my uh, subscribers are going to know who you are because they watched your debate with Lauren Southern. And um, yeah, that must have been a bit intense. 700,000 subs, mostly anti-vegan. And uh, you took her on in, in a debate on her channel. So how was that, mate? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it kind of came like relatively last minute. I, she said to me kind of the day before, oh, I might want to do like a video with you. Didn't know what that was going to be about. And then kind of on the day she was like, oh, I want to do a video about veganism. And I was like, okay. And like, I kind of knew what I was getting into. Like I knew I was going into the lion's den basically. And, yeah. you know, I, I knew that I was going to, you know, I knew that I was going to get kind of a lot of um, kickback on her channel for that. Mm. You know, like I knew that a lot of people were going to be kind of like pretty negative about it. I didn't expect too much, but I guess going into it, my thought was, you know, the most important thing I wanted to do is kind of represent the vegan community as not being super kind of dogmatic and hate and, you know, like hateful and, you know, yeah. really triggered and stuff, because that's the stuff that this community is seeing. You know, I'm a part of that kind of like right wing um, community. And I, I see a lot of the, the, the videos and stuff and what people share. And most of it mm -hmm. is vegans kind of going crazy, you know, like screaming at people and like on the streets or whatever and getting right, triggered. Right. And I just thought like, you know, one of the main things I want to do is go there and just be like a normal person and someone who kind of um, contradicts what a lot of these people actually think about vegans. So that was like mm -hmm. my, one of my main intentions going in and, you know, like props to you on your breakdown video. I thought you did an excellent job um, of kind of going through it all. I agree with, you know, most of what you said and, you know, I think you have some really valid criticisms and stuff in there as well. And, you know, just your, your general uh, like um, video, your kind of um, approach to it, I think was, was right. And um, yeah, so I think you did a really good job. So thanks for doing that. You kind of like saved me a job of going back and maybe, uh, you know, I was maybe feeling a bit more negative before I saw that, but after, okay. after seeing that, I was like, yeah, I think that was, um, it was about right. It was good. Balance. I think mate, the the feedback from from everyone who watched the video with me at least was overwhelmingly positive. Like people were very impressed with how you handled yourself in the face of. Let's be honest, Lauren didn't seem like she did one second of research before that conversation. <laughs> if she had have done, she would have known not to go down the the the, tr the tried and true paths that most anti vegans go down, and she would have gone for something a bit more a bit more spicy, maybe or a bit at least a bit more kind of intelligent. I don't mean that as an insult. I just mean literally, it seems like she didn't think about this at all and um you know it was a shame really because it could have been it could have been a, a more i don't know it seemed like it was kind of child's play for you really is what i'm trying to say like the most standard stuff you've ever heard was coming out mostly through the thing right yeah definitely definitely like the first half of it was kind of a breeze but i feel like in the in the second half i do feel like you know like like you said in your commentary she kind of abandoned the points where i came up with like a really easy and succinct answer for which mm -hmm. is fine because actually i'm i'm okay with it moving into different territory and i thought mm -hmm. really in the end there was a couple of interesting points w w were raised which is you know i know that a lot of people in the vegan community they, they they think that it's an elementary argument the whole kind of like oh we're part of nature and therefore it's you know i actually think that that's probably mm -hmm. one of the more interesting areas for discussion in the whole vegan mm -hmm. debate is right. the concept of are we part of nature? Are we? Should we be subject to different rules of morality than the rest of the natural um, kingdom? Basically, mm -hmm. I actually think that's an interesting philosophical debate. Like, so I'm okay with it going there, and I thought that was a bit more of an intelligent point, even though true, some people don't true. necessarily phrase it intelligently. And then I think of the the point as well about um, 
oh, there was one other one there was oh yeah and obviously the pro-life thing which i know there was a bit of kind of you know i know that's a controversial issue as well but i yeah. do think that, that is another interesting and kind of intellectual area of, area of debate so where Fair it point. ended up was more more intellectual i think but obviously the first half it was it was pretty plain yeah story. yeah yeah, it got there. It got there. And yeah, fair play to, to Lauren. I did say that, I think, in my reaction a few times that like, oh, you know, fair play for listening here and actually coming up with some kind of intelligent yeah. point. So credit where credit's due. Just I felt that the bulk of it was kind of the silly anti-vegan nonsense. But yeah, like I agree with you towards the end. <laughs> it definitely did get a little bit more. And also, again, credit where credit's due. I don't know if Lauren saw that video if you got if you're still or she knows you're coming here today or whatever, but if she is end up, ended up watching this, um I'll say what I said there again that there is there is some respect there that she actually allowed you to come on and talk. Like she actually didn't interrupt you like at all. Mm-hmm. Was super reasonable with you. Treated you like a mate, yeah. which actually it seems like you are mates. And allowed yeah. you to have a platform on a channel where, you know, 700,000 people, that's a big platform. So get, again, credit where credit's due for not being really unreasonable, not being a Piers Morgan, right? And being a total yeah. jerk because her, let's be honest, her subs would have fucking loved that. If she was just an mm-hmm. asshole to you from start to finish being, re- they would have loved it. She would have gained loads yeah. of support, but she, she, didn't, she didn't appeal to them. She decided to actually give you the time, which I, I think is respectable, right? Yeah, yeah. And as you say, you know, there, there is, it's it's kind of a difficult dynamic because obviously you know we're we're working together we're, we're we're friends and all the rest of it so but at the same time her audience they're looking for they're looking for like you know Lauren Southern Rex vegan or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, of course so, so it, you know we kind of you know she, she said to me before you know we want to keep it light it's not going to be like you know it's, it's going to be kind of like a, a somewhat like of a lighter conversation and something like that has a bit like funny bits in there as well so you know there was a bit of teasing and that kind of thing in there which was fine. And, you know, like um, at the end of the day, I wanted to, my job wasn't to go in there and to kind of get, get triggered uh, by like little points that were made <laughs> or like his, his disorder or whatever. My job was yeah, to be it's... like, no, like vegans are not all this, this type of people who just get triggered at everything. We can take a joke. We can, you know, all the rest of it. So yeah, totally. it, it was uh, an interesting dynamic because obviously, you know, I normally with these conversations, I like to kind of really get down to people's um, kind of raw like emotion and just say, look, mm. you know, would you, would you kill your, would you kill your dog? You know, you have empathy for your dog. You have empathy for your cat or whatever. You know, why do you not have the same empathy for an animal that you're eating needlessly, etc.? I like to go there, but it didn't feel like the right conversation to go there. You know, we were trying mm. to keep it as a light conversation. So my, I guess my approach changed and my out, the desired outcomes were different. Yeah. And I think also that if you, I know I, vegans are often criticized for going straight to the dog arguments as well. So you, you would have, that's right. most likely what people would have been saying like, oh, here we go again with the dog. So actually you yeah. probably did a pretty, that was probably the right move to not go down that road and actually give something a bit fresh, a bit different for people who've seen a lot of vegan arguments. So I think that was a good decision to be honest. And, um, and the jokes and stuff and the quips, I think again, yeah, you did a great job with that. And and, and you can't, it is okay to laugh at these silly quips. Even mm-hmm. Piers Morgan got a laugh out of me when he was saying, you know, um, uh, these, the vegans are hangry or whatever. And, and it's, it's funny because it, the way you positioned it, it was actually right in the beginning of his segment, hangry vegans have been hitting the streets. And it was like, that's actually pretty funny because he's, it's, it's, it's a, it's a subtle one. It's, if, you, if you blink, you'll miss it. So, you know, I appreciate it sometimes when there's a funny little dig like that. I'm, that's pretty funny that you can, I'll take it, even though he's yeah. total, you know, um, so yeah, again, I totally agree with what you did though. I think it was great. Was she nervous at all, by the way, about this? Or was she just like fully just ready to get in there and, and do Yeah, it? fully, fully ready. Yeah. Like she right. was just like straight into it. There was no planning. I don't think there was any preparation. Well, there wasn't any preparation on my side for sure. I don't think there was any on right. her side either. It was literally just like, let's get the cameras on. We'll have a conversation. We'll make something for the channel. And yeah, like you said, you know, I, again, 
I do think that she deserves a lot of credit for doing that because most people, they won't even have that conversation. Or if they do, they're going to have some kind of trap set or, or whatever. They're going to, they're going to, you know, it was none of that. It was genuinely like a conversation that in the end we, we disagreed. I feel like I, w- I was given the opportunity to put my arguments forward. Um, you know, some yeah. I did a better job than others, but yeah, I think it was overall like a, a positive thing. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't whip out a Big Mac in the end to try and (laughs) piss you off. (laughs) Which she could have done, you know, it could have been done and you probably would have had to laugh it off just to say, you know, to not, to do what you wanted to do, you know, like not give that impression of, but that would have been a real shitty move. But yeah, she didn't do it, you know, it's it's respect. And it's weird that we have to say, isn't it weird that we have to say like, you know, she, she deserves respect for being respectful because in today's world, so many people aren't. That's kind of messed up, mm-hmm. isn't it, really? Yeah, like, yeah. she gave you the basic level of respect and we're both having to say, like, oh, that's really good because, you know, your, your peers is out there. And loads of other hosts just don't these days. They they offer no respect to a, a vegan um, on the show yeah. nowadays. So Yeah, and I think that we've got to remember, like, where, you know, I mean... I don't know too much about you, David. Like, so I don't know like how long you've been, you've been vegan stuff, but like for me, I've been vegan. I'm sure we'll get into this, but like I've been vegan, Mm. you know, over seven years. And I've realized that actually most of the time, the things that wins people over is not, you know, like a gotcha argument or anything like that. The thing that wins people over is showing that you can be, you know, healthy, you can be happy, you can be, you know, strong, you can be whatever, like all of these positive things and you can be vegan at the same time and that none of those things are in contradiction with each other. So I really think that like the, the key to, to winning this whole thing, you know, obviously there's a place for all that. And I have huge respect for people who just go in and, you know, go out on the streets and debate and all the rest of it. There's a place for that because it's important. But for me personally, that's not necessarily my mission. My mission is just like, okay, be a good example of a vegan and like allow other people to see that and go, oh, that's that's interesting. This person isn't killing any animals and they're still able to be you know, healthy. They're still able to be happy, et cetera. So like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that was kind of, that's always at the back of my mind when I'm having these conversations. Sure. And did, did you find that, did you find did you find any success after this conversation? Like, did you have you been digging into the comments and seeing if there was anyone that was uh, swayed by you? Yeah, well, I actually, um, I didn't look at the comments until before this conversation because I thought okay. you might you might ask me about the comments. So I hadn't looked at it at all. The main reason is because I I find it difficult to not kind of like get pulled in and, and start yeah. like commenting back and be like, oh yeah, but you're wrong about this or thinking about that. So I was like, if I leave it two weeks, then the ship has sailed, right? So like, mm-hmm. I feel like the ship has kind of sailed now on me responding. So now I can look at them a bit more objectively and not get sucked mm-hmm. in. And to be honest, you know, like, some of the comments were good. I feel, I don't know whether, whether people had come from vegan channels to come and comment on it or whether okay. it was people who were on Lauren's channel who were, you know, just lurking vegans who were on her channel already. There was some good ones there. Most of them were saying, you know, at least it was a positive conversation. It was, you know, it's nice to not get into an argument and stuff. The ones that were negative, I mean, it, it was, it was all just like, ah, uh, you know, like man bun vegan, so obvious, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I kind of think that that speaks volumes in a way. Cause it's like, look, bring an argument up, like go into something mm. in the conversation and where I've, where I've tripped up. And there was a couple of times when I tripped up, you know, so I don't think it was that hard mm. to find them. You, you highlighted a couple of areas where I didn't do so well. There's a couple of points that I'm, um, you know, not so kind of keen on after the fact, but like, at least use something from the argument. Right. But like most mm. of the comments that are negative, it's just, Oh, typical vegan with the man bun. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just like, I don't know think a bit yeah. more, you know, like go, go a bit deeper. Like this is an opportunity. I think like the problem is with a lot of people is that they're not willing to face their, they're not willing to kind of like go, go into their philosophy and say, maybe I've been living in a way that's in contradiction to, you know, what, what should be my morality. Right. 
And so they skip everything. They just like gloss over all of your arguments. They look for one thing like vegan man bun, and then they go, I'm going to hone in on that and basically say, this guy's the typical vegan rather than saying, what's he saying? What's the substance of his argument? You know? Oh yeah, totally. And you know, yeah. you know, for a fact that they've got faceless profile pics when they're insulting your appearance, they oh, never yeah. actually oh, show yeah. their own faces. <laughs> like this is something I've learned from, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've been, I've been doing vegan YouTube for like three years, probably like two years solid, like actually doing it in a year on and off. And I've actually been vegan for about 13 years, by the way, and vegetarian oh, since wow. birth. So like, I know Amazing. exactly the, I know exactly what you're on about when you, what you were saying before, for sure. Yeah. And, been through the yeah been through been through as much of this as you have and come out the same end mm -hmm. <laughs> I, i'm fully with you on what you were saying before and um I, you, what you were saying just now reminded me of i had a debate with a, a famous youtuber called jadeon i don't know if you know this guy he's like a prank youtubing guy and uh, no. back then back then he had less than a million subs now he's on like five million the guy's just like blown up it's crazy oh, wow. um, but um he did a prank where he ate meat in a vegan restaurant and real meat actually for a prank and i made a video just 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 fucking destroying him just being a, i was i just i was just roasting him and i was hoping that to get his fans angry and it worked and then the video blew up because of that that's kind of one of my tactics really it's, i'm 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 not very reasonable in those videos because the less reasonable i am the more they'll share it right this this kind of how it goes okay. and then and then it opens other doors this guy instagram calls me he's like i want to have a chat with you and I invited him for a debate. We had a full debate. He pranked me in the debate. He, he cooked meat in front of me during the debate, convinced me it was real meat, and then revealed to me it was impossible. So he got me live. And then um, anyway, the point is the comments of that live debate that we had, which was pretty intense, actually, was pretty much the same thing. It was just people saying, I lost, right? Um, you lost, you lost, you're shit, stupid vegan. But then, yeah, actually, there were a hell of a lot of his fans that were criticizing him, believe it or not. So it, the ones who were criticizing me had nothing really good to say. But the ones criticizing him were actually saying, hey, you know, you had your arguments weren't as good. And then the vegan had a, you know, it was a reasonable conversation or a better. So it's kind of a similar yeah. thing. It's all, it always tends to be the ones that are criticizing. Like you said, they're just glossing over the points and it's a snap knee jerk reaction more than anything. It's just like, you're wrong. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. very, very similar vibes. Um to that one and that, that debate got over like they got like over a million million views which is just insane right um oh, that's what's what's no, what, what's the out. one with lauren on right now i never checked i didn't check i didn't go back to it last time it was on like i don't three hundred thousand or something that's fucking awesome oh dude. was it it was oh, oh yeah I, I, sure I had no was, idea yeah. it was that many i had no idea Let i only looked look now. um i only looked one day after and i think it had about thirty thousand or something but I really why I did i think it was like three, oh my bad why did i say three hundred thousand? maybe i could okay, take a zero off yeah fifty thousand my bad my about 50,000, 50, right, okay. 50K, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, well, YouTube fucking limits her, doesn't it? I think it's... um Probably, think, yeah, probably. I you know, it, she's a she's a kind of controversial figure or whatever, so, you know. <laughs> I mean, okay, not even, it's not a question. It is 100% limiting her because, you know, with 700K ah. subs, there's no way in hell that Lauren Southern versus a vegan get doesn't get more than 50K. That That's bullshit. YouTube is putting a limit on it. Yeah. But, um. Anyway, that, that's a whole other debate. And I know from listening to a couple of your podcasts that I guess that's something you're also into. But let's try and stick that we could go on. We could do like a five hour conversation, um, <laughs> I think, unless we stick to what we came here to talk about. But let's talk about something that is alongside that, actually, alongside today's topics. Because in your uh, debate with Lauren, one of the things you said that, that stuck out when she asked you why you're vegan was like the, the first thing she asked you, basically. And you said it's because it, it, it's your libertarian values. I have never heard anyone in my entire life, and I've been vegan 13 years, say that. 
ever. <laughs> and I've asked so many people, mate, like, oh, when did you go vegan? Why did you go? I've never heard anyone say that ever. So that was to me was like, oh my God, I need to know what the fuck that means. Because you, you actually explained this, this non-violence principle, but um, I don't understand anything about libertarianism. So can you explain exactly what that means? Like what is libertarianism and how does it relate to, to veganism in, in your world? Yeah. Yeah. So, so just to kind of clarify that, like when I first went vegan, I wasn't um, libertarian. I didn't like necessarily frame it in that way. I didn't have, okay. it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm libertarian. I agree with the non-aggression principle. And therefore it was more that I started, like, I, I wanted to obviously like reduce the suffering to animals, obviously that were causing unnecessarily. And as I went down that path, I like, I was kind of simultaneously going along a libertarian path at the same time. And I was learning about the ideas such as the non-aggression principle. And in mm -hmm. the end, what, what I kind of like realized is, is that these two ideas are so similar. Like for me, the, like the non-aggression principle, like just the, the general concept that you don't kind of take from someone, you don't steal from someone, you don't call, commit harm upon someone that everyone's entitled to the sovereignty upon their, of their own property and their own body, like the body being the, the kind of the main or the most fundamental property. Once I realized that, um, you know, that and veganism is so similar because, you know, veganism is just affording that exact same framework to animals. So mm -hmm. like, I guess it's just that, you know, there was these two paths that were happening for me simultaneously, learning about libertarianism, learning about veganism. And then I realized that there is this branch that goes between them, which is essentially the non-aggression principle. The only difference mm -hmm. is that most libertarians will not extend that to animals. They basically say the, the non-aggression principle is, you know, for the human humankind and the right. uh, it doesn't extend to, to animals and i look at veganism and i say it is it's basically the exact same thing it's just extended to animals right because a vegan is not going to say if you're attacked by a crocodile you don't kill the crocodile right a right, vegan is right. going to accept that you know you are still able to defend yourself now that's very similar to non-aggression principle if someone is attacking you mm. then you are within that framework um completely justified in defending yourself so I don't, I basically see them as very, very similar. I mean, I, I, I can't mm. really see other than, other than saying, obviously, one's for humans, one's for animals, which as we know in the vegan community, like that's just not an argument. You know, you have to mm. actually come up with some differentiating factor for it not mm. to apply. I, I, I look at the non-aggression principle and I'm like, why can't we extend that to, to non-human human animals? So right. when I'm talking to people who are more of like right-leaning, I normally approach it from that angle, but it's not like that from day one, I was like, ah, non-aggression, I'll, I'll stop uh, killing animals. It's more that that has become kind of like an umbrella philosophy for me in both areas. So libertarianism is that, so that non-aggression principle, is that, is that the core, is that where it's all kind of centered around that? Or is that one element of what it's, it means it's to one be of, yeah, it's one of, but okay. like, I think most people would say that it's like one of the core tenets is, is, you know, that fundamental idea, you know, libertarianism, okay. you know, it, it can kind of, there's lots of different words for it that can be kind of interchanged um, if we're talking about kind of pure libertarianism. And one of the ones I, I've heard the word voluntarism. I'm not sure if you if you've heard that one. That's a very no. good word for um, talking about libertarianism as well. I don't okay. personally personally use it because people tend to be a bit like what's voluntarism. But it's essentially that all, all actions should be voluntary. Right. So you uh, cannot coerce someone. You cannot take someone's property. You know, property rights are central to libertarianism. So the idea is that you know your property and the property of your own person is kind of um, of the highest, uh, you know, we should be kind of like, it should be protected up to the highest okay. degree and that shouldn't be infringed upon by other people. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, I'm losing my, my train of thought a little bit here. So uh, I mean, these, these the things question? seem, these things, these things seem pretty like, like everybody would agree. So like, why is everybody not a libertarian if that's, cause these things all just seem well, like no brainers, I, you know? Yeah, I mean, per, I don't know your like politics for, personally, but like, I think that most people they they think of right wing, and they and when they hear the word right wing, they think, oh, like 
neo-Nazi skinhead racists or something to that effect. Okay. But if you actually kind of look look at what what it really means, it's basically just about kind of um, individualism or like personal autonomy versus collective collectivism or kind of like a uh, you know like big government and that kind of stuff. Um, I know right. what I was going to say actually, by the way, when I lost my train okay. of thought, is that one of the other words which I've heard used to talk about um, libertarianism, which is very rarely used, but I think that it gives a very good idea to someone new to it about what it actually means is consensualism and the, the whole concept is that everything that you do in life basically should be consented to and you know when i think about consensualism and i think about veganism i'm like well that's very similar you're a bit like an animal cannot consent to their own death it cannot consent yeah. to their own enslavement you, you know these i think consensualism is really important and a lot of people who kind of are on the, on the left or whatever and they look at libertarianism and they say oh it's, it's bad because you know they don't care about um, poor people or they don't care about this or that you know we should be you know the, the concepts of, of libertarianism basically is, is saying like everything should be consented to just because you know even if someone is in need of something right like if if someone on the street is 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 poor and they they need money right should the, mm. should you be forced to give them money i would say no because that's a you know it's it's a infringement on your personal sovereignty i think that you you should and you might be a moral person for, for doing that for giving money to a poor person or, or any charitable act but essentially all human action should be consented to by that party and if okay. that person you know if we agree that people have property rights at, at all which you know i think everyone you know most people obviously agree that their the property rights exist to mm. some degree then you should they should be um protected and that you should have the the right to kind of determine the use uh, of your own property whether you give it away to someone what you do with it including the property you know of your own body especially you know and um so yeah i think that the, the two ideas are very very similar and i think that, that you know libertarian libertarianism slash voluntarism slash uh, consensualism those those kind of concepts are so similar to what we're doing with veganism it's just mm -hmm. that we're we're doing it in a human context versus an animal context so I, yeah, not many it. people blur the, blur the lines and maybe i'm incorrect in doing it and maybe someone will come <laughs> up and be like hey look this is a bad way to look at it you shouldn't you shouldn't try to apply these things to the human world it's it's, a, it's an independent philosophy you know I, right. i'm not a fan of like intersectionalism so I don't think what I'm doing is intersectionalism. What I'm doing is trying to have an umbrella philosophy, which actually fits both the human and, and animal world, which is consistent. I get you. So, so Libet, so in the, in the sense, um, when you were talking about the, you know, donating to homeless people, for example, and it being a forced mm -hmm. thing. So I guess libertarians are against taxes then, would I be right in assuming like forced yeah, taxation? I mean, it yeah. I mean, pure libertarianism would be against any taxation. Basically you, yeah. you, um, deny that there is legitimacy in essentially like government and stuff like you know let's say you okay. have um 10 let's say you have like 10 people in a room right because because six of them vote to take the money of the other four that doesn't you mm. know you could say okay well that's democracy okay it might be democracy for six people to vote and take the money of the other four <laughs> people but it's a but right. it's it's breaching a fundamental principle of property rights okay so like yeah. in the same way like you know maybe this analogy is is going to fall short i haven't <laughs> thought it through before i'm about to say it but like let's take um you know the let's take the animal uh word world for example because most mm. people aren't vegan does that mean that it's morally that veganism is is morally wrong right because most people aren't like 99 percent of people aren't vegan that doesn't mean that veganism is morally wrong right we're trying course, to argue yeah. from a fundamental first principles basis that animals should be afforded these rights you know animal rights essentially now right. libertarianism is basically saying yeah you might you might be able to get a bunch of people together to vote in a government who's going to go and take the money of the rich people or maybe it's not so rich maybe it's the middle class whatever that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's a legitimate institution because just okay. because most people can try to push something through 
if it's right. breaching their fundamental you know property rights then it's still wrong right so right okay that's, that's really it, where liber- libertarianism sits for me and then when you apply it to animals you could use the example of okay if if most people vote for uh bigger farms that that do more you know like that kill more animals because most people want it you would say from a libertarian standing point it doesn't matter if most people vote for that what matters is that these individual animals have the rights that in your because you apply libertarianism to them they have the rights to not have that happen to them so it doesn't matter if you want it to they have the rights to not have it happen that's 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 where you're coming from that's really interesting and this is where where kind of you know people hear the word like in individual individualism right and they think oh well that's just someone being selfish that's just someone kind of you know i want all my stuff and i don't want anyone having any of it and actually that it's not you know in, all of our rights they they ultimately kind of stem from um individualism right everyone is afforded individual rights and and all of the collective rights they only happen as a result of individual rights so essentially like if we protect individual rights and obviously we have some protections which are you know we we, we all agree to right like normally obviously the i don't know what your opinions are but in the last two years this has been violated a bit but the the right to bodily autonomy right the, the right to say you know i'm my own skin and i don't have to have anything you know put in me or take from me nobody can nobody can vote to say i'm gonna i'm gonna have to donate my blood for example right yeah, you, you yeah. have we we accept that's a fundamental thing which is which cannot be violated now libertarianism basically takes that to, to to your extended property and basically says you know if you've got money that as long as you've not stolen that money as long as it's been earned through legitimate work legitimate means mm-hmm. you know you've sold a product or service that people wanted to buy voluntarily there's been absolutely no coercion and you've earned that money then nobody mm-hmm. has the right to suddenly come and claim it from you nobody has the right to vote and say oh, i'm going to vote to take that person's money there's no yeah. you know democracy should not supersede those individual rights and that's kind of what like you know that that's kind of the the fundamentals of, of libertarianism it's stemming from from individual rights essentially and it's just mm-hmm. extrapolating that out and saying society should not violate these and then when yeah. you do extrapolate that out, what you end up with is saying, well, things like government are largely um, uh, invalid, essentially. You know, they're, they're not um, it, yeah. legitimate kind of institutions just because people got together and voted. If they're voting to betray individual rights, then it's still mm-hmm. immoral. Does the, does this system, it feels like, um, and I just, this is my first reaction to it, that this system kind of is relying on uh, people being good natured. And because, because if, if, um, if there is no, I don't know if you could use the word coercion, will people mm-hmm. still be good? Like, will they still well, help the poor? Will they still, you know what I mean? Like, if there's yeah, no kind of... Ultimately, we don't know. But, you know, mm. I'd say there's, there's two things with that. One is that, like, if people have to be coerced um, in the first place to do something that they don't want to do, how do you know that it's more moral to coerce them than it is to for to, to, to not coerce them and essentially have, mm. you know, maybe maybe... There, there is more um, people who aren't donating or whatever. I mean, we don't, it, it's like pick your morality, right? Like, do right. you, is it more moral to, to have coercion as a, as a fundamental basis of how we operate our society or do we not have the coercion, but we accept that society might not be quite as equal, et cetera. Mm. And then the other thing I would say is we don't actually know how altruistic people will be because at the moment, you know, most people, because they pay so much in taxes and all this kind of stuff, they don't, they just say, okay, well, it's the government's job. You know, if people are poor, it's the government's job to fix it. It's the government's job mm-hmm. to make sure that kids get a good education. It's the government's job to provide healthcare, et cetera. Well, if we had a voluntary society, there might be a kind of social change such that people would say, oh, well, you know, um, like there is a social pressure for people to actually do things. If you've got a lot of money, um, you know, there's a social pressure for you to actually do things. And I, and I do think that time's gone by when government wasn't so big. 
it was generally assumed, you know, you had like companies and stuff that would have these these big schemes that they would do. You know, you'd have a big company that's very successful and they would do things for employees, they'd do things for the community. Now that's all kind of just been sucked into the responsibility of government. So we don't actually right. know, um, we don't actually have kind of self-responsibility for, you know, enacting up upon our own morality. We might have a okay. more moral society. We don't know because, you know, maybe without so government, yeah, you, we would we would feel feel the the need to do that. I get what you mean. So you're kind of saying that the current way things are set up, like the communities, the society we're in is not encouraged to, to be that way. Instead, it's like handed over to big daddy, big brother to, to tell us what to do, when to do it, as opposed to us coming together and actually looking at, trying to look after our own communities. That's basically what exactly, you're, yeah. I feel like you're it's, saying. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, basically that okay. is disincentivized. And not only that, but I think people are skeptical because we have so many degrees of separation between, for instance, mm -hmm. paying taxes and actually that money doing anything, is that when yes. you pay your taxes, you, you have no idea where it's gone. It might have, you know, it feels like it's going into a black hole. You can't see That's the gone to Ukraine. effect on that. Right. Yeah, which, you know. <laughs> if you're in the USA, yeah. that's definitely where it's gone. <laughs> right, you have no idea. So so, so it yeah. becomes, what it, what actually happens is not only do you do you feel less incentivized to go out and help someone else because you're like, well, I'm giving all this money to government to do stuff. Um, mm. But you actually think that, that that money might be kind of going counter to to what you actually want to, to happen in the world. And then you will say, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to try and pay less taxes. Everybody is in the business. I don't, you know, I've, I've met people who are as far less left as they come. Everyone is in the business of reducing your taxes as much as possible. Everyone will find any expense. They'll be like, oh yeah, like I bought this really, you know, this new pair of headphones or whatever. I'm going to put that as a business expense. Everyone does it. No, there's no one who will be like, oh yeah, actually I'm only using these headphones for the workplace. So therefore, oh, sorry, I'm only using them for leisure. So therefore I won't, um, you know, do as an expense. Everyone is fudging their taxes and stuff to try and pay as minimum possible. Mm -hmm. And I think largely that's because we have these degrees of separation between what we're paying and what we actually kind of like, you know, what we, what we experience. Whereas if you didn't pay so much in taxes, but you walk out and you say, you know what, I can put money in someone's hand. I can fund a, right, you know, maybe right. I'm a, I'm a company and I can fund a, an, an institution, whatever locally that's actually doing real work. I think that if people weren't giving all this money for, to government and seeing it sink into a black hole, maybe they would have more incentive to do that. We, we would change culture yeah. and society through that. I think you're onto something there, and especially as vegans, we we really don't want to pay taxes because we see exactly where it goes. It goes yeah. into the animal egg, right? I mean, again, I'm, I know it seems like USA centered right now, but I mean, it's the USA that's making the biggest moves with this kind of stuff. Just pumping one billion dollars into the meat industry, Biden just signed that yeah. off recently. You know, so if you're in the USA paying taxes, that could be where your money goes. And if you're in any country, basically across. I don't know if it happens in the East and in East and other countries, but in the West, yeah, pretty much every country is pumping money into every government's pumping money into animal ag to keep it running because it won't run without the subsidies. So yeah, totally. There's a very big incentive for people to, to not pay taxes. And uh, um, yeah, I, I feel like it checks out what you're saying that if there weren't taxes, maybe more people would be more charitable, right. Um, and, and putting their money where they actually want it to go to help as opposed to the government taking it, putting it in the fucking meat industry, for example. Yeah. But, but, it, but just to extend that point, because mm. let's, let's take the, this, the, let's take the, the other end of that scenario and let's say that sure. people are going to be more poor and they're going to be less equal, right. If you didn't take their money. Well, I would, I would use this example and I use this one often as, as a way to kind of like demonstrate like how that immorality, you know, still exists, right? Let's say, going back to the, the giving blood example, I think I mentioned it before. Let's say that the government could have a scheme where they go around and they forcefully take the blood of every single person in the entire country. And then they say, okay, we're going to put it all in a blood bank. And we know categorically, this is going to save, you know, 10,000 lives a year, right? Because we're going to get all this blood from these people. Some mm -hmm. of them have rare blood groups, whatever, right? Now, 
you you could argue, well, that's a moral thing to do. It's going to save save ten thousand lives, and you're not going to kill right. ten thousand people in the process. So it's you know so that kind of goes into this idea that like um, oh, there's a word for it where where it's like a net positive. Yeah, I'm yeah, forgetting. I get it. Yeah, yeah but, but you know, I'd say, but uh, oh right, okay, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's the but right, um, like yeah, but ahead, the, yeah. but most people would still agree that that's abhorrent because you you still accept no, my blood is part of my body, and you should have you know even if ten thousand people are going to die more per year we shouldn't violate people's bodily autonomy. We shouldn't go around sticking needles in people and saying, you've got to give your blood. Now, I would say all we're doing with, with kind of like the libertarian philosophy is just, just extending that to your property. You're saying that, right. you know, it's not only my, bo- my, my body, my physical body, which, is, which should be kind of like protected and I should have fundamental rights over it. It's also that the money that I've earned, you know, like through consensual, contractual, you know, trade, et cetera. Um, and it's the the things that I own, et cetera, that I've bought with my money, that that should also be protected under the same um, kind of rule, which is that nobody can just take it from you without you voluntarily um, kind of agreeing to do so. Okay. So I think, I, I mean, from, from what you're saying to me, a lot of this makes a lot of sense. Again, on the surface, this is like very surface level stuff and it all makes sense. I'm sure there's a lot yeah. of people who are going to be in the comments with all the, the things that I should have said to you at this point. And then, hey, you should have, you should have asked <laughs> yeah, this, you should have asked The this. hilarious thing yeah. is I went on I went on Lauren's channel, jumping in the mm. jumping in the lion's den, talking about veganism. And now I'm going on your channel where I'm sure there's going to be a lot of like lefties <laughs> and stuff. So I'm jumping well, in another lion's den. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> to me, right, like I don't, I hear what you're saying and these don't seem like, I, I don't feel like a lot of what you're saying is counter to people that I've met who would consider themselves left. So maybe they're just not left enough to get into where they would argue with this. Maybe they are actually right and they think they're left. I don't really know because, you know, for me, when I'm talking about left and right, I'm usually talking about the extremities of both. I'm never really, you know, most people fall, like imagine there's like your, you know, you're you're crazy left here, you're crazy right here. Most people are like here, right? They're like almost the same and they just swing one way or the other, like by a fraction and then they, they somehow think the other one's evil for some reason yeah you know that's where i think most people sit so I, I actually think most people listening that are not on those extremes are going to be like yeah this is fucking reasonable like this 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 is uh compatible with all the things i believe maybe or maybe there's the odd thing that you've said where they're like yeah that doesn't really that's not compatible but everything else is because most people are reasonable mm-hmm. this is the thing we need to keep remembering most people yeah. are not idiots like looking for someone to attack like you know, because they are called themselves right wing or whatever. But let's actually talk about that because so libertarianism, again, I, I this I've not really researched it. I don't know much about it. So is is it is it like just a given that libertarianism is right wing or, or are there people that fall on the other side that would still consider themselves to hold those values? Yeah, I mean that there is there are some people who it's a bit of debate like as to whether you can have a, a left libertarian and there is something called left right. libertarianism where people kind of you know they they essentially believe a lot of the the ideas of the left but they still believe in kind of like decentralization all these kind of things. Personally, right. I don't see it. I I used to think that that was the category I fell into and now I just don't really think it is. I think the left right divide on this is basically, you know, do you believe in fundamental like first principles of um, individual autonomy and an individual uh, kind of rights, like at the individual level, basically, or right. do you believe in kind of collectivism in which the collective can override or, you know, by voting and by kind of democratic means, et cetera, you can override yeah. um, fundamental individual rights. Now I'm definitely on the former of that and other people will be on the latter. And I think that that's the divide. So I would say that libertarianism and right wing, they are um, kind of synonymous with each other, basically. Right. Um, okay. I know that, you know, but, but a lot of people get triggered by it, by the idea of right wing. And I used to be, I used to be pretty far left as well. And I used to as well, I, anyone who say they were right wing, I was like, oh wait, you're, you're basically admitting you're a racist bigot or whatever. And you're, you're anti-immigration stuff. 
none of that you know like um i have pretty kind of like relaxed views on things like immigration stuff because again it all, for me it all just comes down to what's the rights of the individual i even the nations even nation states i don't really kind of give them too much um credibility as an institution probably more so than more so than governments you know you could have like mm. private nations private nations essentially or private territories which are operated um so they have more legitimacy for me but um yeah like these i the idea that right wing is synonymous with you know like anti-immigration anti you know like or being you know somehow yeah, like racist, pro-racism like, pro pro like yeah. sexism patriarchy uh wants exactly, to get exactly. tax cuts to billionaires and uh wants to exactly. like you know make keep the poor poor keep the rich rich these these are all the things right. i hear when when people say like this is why right wing is white wing is bad this is what they're yeah. saying um but you don't like yeah what what of but it's you know i'm not going to sit here and be like Oh, you're a racist because we. I think we all established <laughs> that you know, you're, you're, it's very, very highly likely that you're not, and you know, it's uh, you, you know, it's. it's no, you I mean don't that, see. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I don't see what what the need to have that conversation is with someone. I mean, it's it's a but it's a strange that that people expect like some people expect me to ask you that question because you say you're right wing, which I just think is complete insanity. Yeah, um, to yeah, just yeah. presume it, it is, that someone. Crazy. I mean, no. yeah. There, there's no association there whatsoever. You know, like right. pe- people who are. Th- th- I don't quite understand where that whole idea has has come from, anyway. Because I think the racism is not even on the same scale. There's no. Mm. It, it's not like racism appears somewhere on the left right scale. Right. Because you know, <laughs> if if anything, if I was to really dive into whether it does, I would say, well, surely if you're more as as you go more left wing and you believe in big government, mm. that's when you're able to have you know only then are you able to have really strong like immigration laws and stuff. if you're for small government you're generally going to have probably more more likely to have uh, lenient um immigration laws and you're allowed the right. free movement of people more so i'm not sure i'm not sure where it appears i'm sure there's you know obviously there is this association between like being right wing and having some kind of racist views but mm-hmm. i've not actually like met anyone who's like on the right who i would say mm-hmm. okay this person actually is is racist i mean maybe it's just the circles i'm in but I think that people, you know, the, this idea that you're you're some kind of like, you know, neo-Nazi if you're like far mm. right. I mean, I guess far right's the term that's used, right? Like I never right. use that term for myself because that one, even though I guess you could on one hand say, well, far right just means that you believe in minimum government, which I do. Mm. But at the same time, like it's got this association of all of these like other like really awful things like racism. stuff. So I just stay away from that term mm. because it's just, it's been tarnished. But, you know, essentially, you know, I just, what I believe in is is, cons- is consensualism. That's a, it's, a, it's the best word for it, really, and okay. and also just like fundamental individual rights. So, like right wing, the the main critiques you'll hear from vegans who are actually being sensible with this, actually not just going straight for the racism and stuff. Like what the most sensible points I've yeah. heard would be like things like, but right wingers are all about tradition, culture, and and maintaining the status quo and keeping things as they are, which usually means. Right. They, they want to keep animals where they are too. And also on top of that, usually heavy, heavy, heavy religion, which again, keeps animals exactly where they are. Um, and, and humans elevated and animals lower because that's what, you know, I, I know there are some Christians out there and there's some, and you know, there are Hindus and there are lots of different religions, you know, Muslims who try to say um, that, yeah, you know, veganism is compatible with those religions and it is compatible but let's be honest, the teachings of those religions all teach that humans are higher and animals are lower. And that that's just, that's not debatable. That is what they teach. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of vegans would, that's what they would say, you know, in this case, that, that that's the problem they have with right wingers um, on a, on a kind of more of a social personal level. What do you think right. about that? 
Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. So I, th I think of those people that you, you described, I would describe those as, yeah, I guess it's conservatism, right? Like, right. I, I think that there is a kind of fundamental difference there between libertarianism and conservatism and people who describe themselves as conservatives. Generally, they're actually, you know, they're things like they're very pro like military. They're like, you know, we need a strong military. Like, I, I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm not about that at all. Right. You know, I, I would like individuals to have the ability to protect themselves. I would like individuals to, to have the ability to protect themselves against, you know, whatever it is, a, either an invading force or a tyrannical government, etc. But like, I'm not for like big, large scale governmental, um, you know, military. That will be right. a kind of more of a conservative view, like you said. Or also things like um, a lot of conservatives, they will be against things like uh, gay marriage and stuff. You know, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the government should have absolutely no business in marriage at all. And if they do, okay. then everything should be everything should be fair game. I don't see any reason to separate those two. So, yeah, I think there's a difference between conservative right-wingers and libertarian right-wingers in okay. that libertarians right. tends to be more about a fundamental philosophy of individual rights conservatism tends to be more about like no we need to keep society as it was we don't we're going to be resist resist change even if that change is kind of you know rational or or in my view it's, it's not this just rational it's more like in accordance with like a general we should be consistent in our in our application of our philosophy and i'm not sure that right. conservatism is and i do think yeah. libertarianism generally is Totally. Yeah. You're onto something there. I think, you know, when, when you're, when you're in a house that's uh, conditioned with Wi-Fi and you're trying to argue for conservative, you know, conservative living, it's, it's kind of like, well, listen, mate, you've updated everything else in your house. Why don't you update your fridge too? You know, it's not, you know, it's not, <laughs> you can't just pick and choose what you benefit from, mate. You know, have, yeah. have a look around you. All right. Um, and just going back to something you said earlier, you said, um, racism is not a right wing thing. And actually I wanted to, there's something popped in my head. We just hosted a debate between, uh, a, a vegan of 50 years, actually vegan activist, founder of the ALF, the animal liberation front, Ronnie Lee and, um, a vegan activist, George Martin, they had a debate about whether right wingers can, can be vegan or not. And, um, one of George's points, the guy who was saying, yes, they can be vegan. He said that animal abuse is not a left or a right thing. Yeah. You wouldn't say that racism or sexism or, or child abuse is something that is polit political. Like, oh, if you're left wing, then you're, then you know, you that's part of left wing, or, you know, child abuse. Or if you're right wing, part of right wing is racism. It's not, these right. are things that people are because they are or aren't a scumbag. Their politics has got, you know, nothing really to do with that. I mean, I guess the political, I guess the people you hang out with can influence that. But the point is they are not, um, they may occur more in certain groups, but they're not part of that ideology, if that makes sense. Like, and he was trying to argue like, um, that's why veganism shouldn't, can also not be like a left or like anti-racism is not a left or right thing. It's, it's somebody is racist or not. And then the politics is, yeah. you know, that the, um, whatever, how they vote or the other things they believe are kind of alongside that, let's say. So that was an interesting point. Would you, do you, do you agree yeah. with that? Would you say? T totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really frustrates me this idea that people think like that, you know, that veganism, that that veganism is not only a, a left wing thing, which, yeah, it does have that. It, it is generally like left wing people tend to be more more vegan, probably for, for yeah. more reasons of like, uh, I guess, character, you know, like maybe people's character, maybe they generally would be more compassionate people, whatever. You know, that's yeah. great. You know, like, it's all like bleeding heart thing, isn't it? Right. That, yeah. that, that's I like to think I'm a compassionate up. person as well, but you know, my, I also try to think of things from kind of like a bit more of a zoomed out level and say, okay, like part of being compassionate is also not taking people's stuff when they don't consent to it, et cetera. Right. So yeah. like, I think that, that there's no association there. And, you know, I mentioned in my debate with Lauren, um, about this, um, about this debate that I had with the, with another vegan, the guy I was talking about, by the way, is Gary Francio, and I'm sure you'll know of him. Oh. 
I've had run, run now, with him as well before, yeah. Oh, have you? That's interesting yeah. because, yeah, basically, like, he was actually one of the people who, who got me to go vegan. It was listening to some of his talks. He really helped push me over. I'd already kind of, I was on my journey, and he really pushed me over the edge of, of actually kind of, like, taking the dive and properly going vegan. I just awesome. thought that he was really good in, in debates and stuff. But I just think that this guy has, at some point, I don't know whether it was all always, and I just missed it, but he's completely lost the plot. And part of what he's doing, you know, in his kind of weird little Facebook cult is he's saying things like if you if someone is wearing a MAGA hat, at a, a vegan protest, then get rid of them. You know, they shouldn't be there. Like, you know, he says stuff like basically that if you're right wing um, and, you know, that you can't be part of the vegan movement. And and he's, mm. he's explicitly said, like, you know, uh, human rights are inseparable for, from animal rights. And these right wing yeah, people so. like they don't care about human. And it's like he's he's delusional. And um Mm-hmm. You know, I also had a run in with him about the pro-life thing, which is something that, you know, I'm happy to get into if you, if you want. But like, um, yeah, I just think that this guy is just incredibly divisive. And not only is he doing damage to, to the vegan cause, but he's also, you know, he's basically saying like, not only are we going to try and make the world go vegan, which is an unbelievably arduous task on its own. He's like, no, I'm going to get the whole world to become a far leftist and a vegan. So you've just <laughs> multiplied your efforts like about a million X. Because now you've got these two impossible tasks that both need to happen simultaneously because anyone who's not mm. left wing is not invited, right? It's just crazy. Yeah. And I don't know. I hope that this guy just, I hope this guy becomes irrelevant soon. And I think he's becoming right, increasingly right. irrelevant, but I hope he does because honestly, like this guy's just been terrible for the vegan community. See, I don't know uh, how far you were able to get with him or, or how that went, but Ronnie Lee, who came on, also kind of had very similar. It was nowhere near as brutal as that. Like he was more reasonable, but his arguments were the kind of, you know, almost along that line of, uh, but it, he was coming at it from more an econo- economical perspective. Like he was saying that right-wing economics cannot ever mm-hmm. align with a vegan world. And this was his argument because it's all about growth and consumerism and that destroys the planet and destroying the planet kills animals. And therefore it's not a, a vegan activity to do that, to keep on trying to get yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger and take more and more and more. So was he was it, saying was it, that, a really simple response to that. Like the, the, sure. the obvious answer is that the reason that we do have this consumerist, um, this consumerist economy where everyone has to keep consuming so much is because you have these central banks that are just continuously printing money to fund government activity. And as they do that, it inflates mm. the currency so that you can't hold your value in the currency. You have to basically go out and either buy stocks or shares, or you've got to keep selling stuff. You've got to keep using raw materials from the earth, etc. Like mm. it, his argument's completely backwards. Like the, the reason that, that consumerism exists is because of big government. If we didn't have that, if we didn't have governments inflating and manipulating currency through central mm. banks, then you wouldn't have that incentive structure in the first place. And I actually think that, you know, the other thing you already mentioned it, like how much, how much um, governments are actually subsidizing not just um, at the animal uh, agriculture industry, but they're also subsidizing the plant agriculture industry, which is basically being used to a factor of 10 on feeding animals. So imagine right. if you got rid of those subsidies, you would actually have the real price realization on food, which people would actually say, oh, maybe my you know McDonald's burger shouldn't be costing 99 cents. Actually, it should cost $10 because all of this subsidies has been going into the... Um, into the agriculture industry so like mm-hmm. government has created so many of these problems and to argue okay. that like you know government's going to fix them you know is totally wrong if we want economic rationality and i think that veganism is in line with economic rationality if you go to countries that don't have these subsidies you go and order like a you know you go to thailand or something and you order a tofu noodle soup or whatever it is or vietnam i'm getting with several countries get that versus the the meat one it's going to be like twice the price or or it's going to be significantly more because they don't have the same subsidies so they charge more for the meat generally 
Right. Whereas in the West, right. it doesn't seem to work that way. We don't have that same economic rationality because we have all of these government, um, you know, these these government institutions basically that are saying like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna subsidize this and that and the other thing. I just think that like mm. if you actually got rid of that, um, you would end up paying a lot more for animal products, and you know, you'd have a real a true realization in in price. And I'm not saying that that's the answer. That like the answer to the vegan problem is not philosophical; it's economical. Of course not. But okay. I do think that governments are contributing to the problem of people eating all this meat through their incentive through the way that they're they're funding these these things i think you're making a bit too much sense and youtube is probably gonna limit this video <laughs> there's, too, there's too much there's too much like rebellion in this uh, in, in everything you've just said there people are gonna get angry and go and try and take down the central banks now mate youtube's gonna be like nah we, we can't have that we can't have that yeah, but uh, no yeah. that's a good point that didn't come up actually um what george actually responded at this point was to say that he, he actually believes the free market is creating competition for vegan products. And without it, if we just trust the government, he, he's with you on that. He disagrees with trusting the government to, to make these uh, changes and make these decisions. He thinks that uh, in our current state of uh, affairs, like as we are as a, you know, with all the governments of the world and how the system runs capitalism, the best shot we've got is to have vegan companies competing, not to um, try to... Um, like switch the entire economical system, right? So George was kind of arguing like of working with the system we have for, for now, I suppose, um, because it's what we have and trying to up, upheave that and change it, like you said earlier, is just one more thing to add to the pile of things we need to convince people of. Yeah. So, you know, uh, not only do you need to be vegan, you need to be anti-consumerist, in, Ronnie, in, in Ronnie's view, you have to be anti-consumerist. We have to completely uh, just undo all of these systems all at the same time and you have to be pro all of that and, and be behind all of that. Or you can be vegan and um, try and work with the system we have, which is significantly easier. In Ronnie's view, though, that wouldn't be the best option, I suppose. And in your view, you want to change the system mm -hmm. too, to be fair. So you're probably somewhere in between George and Ronnie on this, actually, I'd say. Um, somewhere yeah, down the middle, I, I right? mean, I, I, Yeah, for sure. But I think that like the way, the direction of momentum, in my view, should be towards like... Um, in, an increase in the in the kind of individual rights like that's for yeah. both obviously like veganism as we afford to animals and for for humans i think in both directions we should be trending towards that so i do want to t kind of change things but i also you know i think you're right i think that part of the problem is that some some vegans they're so caught up in so many different social justice issues because we care about a lot of stuff that's why we're vegan right but then they mm. they say oh like all this needs to change we need to revolutionize this that and the other thing but it's like I prefer the message you're just saying to people, like you can be vegan right now. Like there's nothing stopping you yeah. being vegan. Like you don't need anything more or less than that's there. You just go out, you know, and when people start talking about the money thing, it's like, it's just, you know, you're going to spend less money buying vegan food. You can do it anywhere, like basically anywhere in the world. There's very few locations you can't be vegan. And like, I think that's the answer, not to, not to start getting into this, this whole thing about, no, we need to change all these structures and upheed the whole of capitalism. It's like, First of all, it's not going to happen because there's a lot of people who are against it. So it's just, you know, it's someone like me, you know, I, I genuinely think I can convince anyone to go vegan, but can I convince anyone to go to, to you know, go right wing or, or, or when I was a lefty to go left wing? Mm. You know, maybe, but like, I just think that like, we shouldn't, we don't need to do that. Like anyone can be vegan right now. We can just, we can just keep it to that and just say like, let's just talk about that issue. Obviously, like when I do talk to people right. on the right, I try to draw on that philosophy because I think that for people who believe in stuff like the non-aggression principle, it's a bit easier to get them there. Um, but, you know, I will never say like, oh, we need to change the world for everyone to be vegan. No, like everyone can be vegan right now.
Yeah, it's compatible. That's the point, isn't it? That it's compatible with pretty much everyone's way of living, no matter if you're like some hardcore, um, you know, super, super Muslim uh, with all the values that come along mm -hmm. with that, or if you're a super progressive atheist, or if you're, you know, it's it's anyone can be vegan. And even even with all those cultural mm -hmm. and traditional things that come along with being a religious or or whatever person that it's it's compatible that that's the point you don't need to you don't need to go ex-muslim to go vegan for example you know you don't need to believe in christianity yeah. christian god to go you've got atheist to christian to go you don't need to change anything else about your life apart from what you pick up at the supermarket right that's that's yeah. a really i think uh, yeah i agree with you we keep it the pill needs to be very very small to swallow and you start adding all mm -hmm. these caveats and stuff then you i just yeah i start to get frustrated yes and i, and I guess that, yeah, i guess you've been exactly taking it, yeah Go ahead. I was going to say, I bet you've been, you've faced some of this. I'm going to assume, like with the vegan community. Uh, did you? Did you? Are you a vocally like? Do you come out as right wing? <laughs> it sounds weird to put it that way, but I imagine it's something you do think about, right? Like when talking to a vegan, like, oh shit, should I mention it? Because they can be pretty hostile with this, yeah. right? The vegan community. Yeah, I mean, like to be honest, I haven't. You know, I know you've tuned in a bit to my podcast. I'm not sure how many episodes you listen to, but like I've not done any on on veganism like so far. Like occasionally it crops up. I will tell people on the right that I'm vegan. I will tell like vegans that I'm kind of like on the right. Mm -hmm. I never kind of like try to to kind of like hide my my views because as far as I'm concerned, like if you have conviction in your beliefs and you you believe that you're you're acting, you know, upon like the 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 highest level of kind of like morality that you can, then I don't mm -hmm. think you should be afraid to to say it to either group. So yes, like I. I to be honest, I haven't had too many conversations like this I'm having with you. So, you know, it's nice to actually kind of like have my first foray into the vegan community. I'd be interested to see like what people think and what people think about my ideas. But I did have a few people from the video, from the video I did with Lauren who came and they were subs of hers who privately came to me and said, oh, by the way, I'm vegan. You know, thanks for doing this video. You know, I, I also kind of agree that there's this kind of like commonality between libertarianism and veganism, et cetera. So there's people cool. out there um but yeah it's more that actually i probably get it the other way more like people in that kind of like right-wing community who were like oh veganism it's all about you know it's all about transhumanism and, and you know like we should go back to our nature and stuff and that's what okay. why i tried to make that point as well going back to lauren's video i did try to make I, I brought that up specifically the whole transhumanism thing and she obviously said it as well with like oh isn't it like being trans and stuff which you you know you did a really great job of, of uh kind of um addressing that point in your video but this is the mentality of, of, of a lot of people who are kind of on the right, who are kind of more conservative, less so libertarians, but they believe that, you know, veganism, it's like a, it's like a diversion from our nature. It's this new thing that like we should be afraid of because we should be looking back. And um, right. I, so I get more friction there than I do from the vegan community. But then again, I haven't spent that much time in the vegan community having these conversations. So maybe I'll find out. Yeah, fair play. It's 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 um it's back what we to what we said earlier, isn't it? About that people they they're scared of this is a new thing, but but again, not they're not scared of Wi-Fi or uh, you know, air conditioning or I don't know. It's it's a very yeah. weird concept, isn't it? Like that that's it. <laughs> well, I guess there's something about you know there is something about putting something in your body that I do think it, you know is kind of different to that, sure, right? Like sure. you are you are you know if you are changing what you eat and stuff. So I think that it's, mm. I can understand people's uh, hesitancy with that kind of thing, but obviously yeah. once you do it, and this is again, another thing I said in Lauren's video, it's like when I went vegan, like basically nothing changed. You hear all right, these stories right. of people being like, oh, you know, I went vegan and then like I had no energy and I had this and like I lost my sex drive and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, for me, literally nothing changed. I mean, it wasn't like- Yeah, it could I, be the opposite I too, right? I didn't feel like I got- 
Yeah, so, I, I mean, some people say the opposite like, too, like, oh, I got more energy, I got more sexual. You know what I mean? Some people give that. Yes, so it's, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. So some people say that as well, but for me, like, basically nothing, like, really not a lot changed. It was pretty much just everything changed except for just like what I was putting in my body. It took a little bit of time to adapt and learn to to learn what to cook and stuff, but mm-hmm. just nothing really changed, right? So like, sure. when people really try it and try it honestly, you know, I think that most people will find. And if they if they actually committed and they do a bit of research into what they eat, then yeah, you know, they're going to be fine. So I always try and make that point this like I, I i understand the hesitancy about like are we doing something different that our bodies aren't designed to do but then most people when they try it like they're going to realize that it's perfectly fine yeah and and, and you again with the, i know the comparison to ac baby wasn't valid but i mean there are lots of foods around these days that i'm sure these conservatives these right wingers are eating like processed stuff sodas sugary drinks things things that have been produced that they don't even know how they've been produced that couldn't have been produced you know, and, and how, uh, like uh, some years ago, and how far back do they go with this stuff? Like how far back is back enough for, to make something uh, conservative or progressive in terms of food, Yeah. right? Are we, are we talking like ancient humans? Is that how far back they're looking? Some of them are, right? But but of course they don't live their entire lives eating what primitive humans ate. So clearly they're, they're progressive enough to consider new foods in some elements. What it, what it probably is, this this, in my opinion, this idea of like, them being scared about a new thing or whatever and trying to make it out to be like something about conservative values it's, it's most likely just the they just don't want to stop eating what they're eating and that this mm-hmm. is an excuse right uh holding up holding it as part of their conservative values is a great excuse to to try to dismiss it and be like yeah it's just it's not part of or, or trying to make it trying to make it political is a great great excuse to not change that's what i'm trying to say yeah i, I think so and uh, i also think that just the main reason for people's resistance isn't necessarily because it's it's difficult to you know go to the shops and buy something different or you're going to have to order something vegan on the menu i really think that for, for the vast vast majority of people it's purely like cultural it's like i don't want right. to be in that group i'm in this group and i have this identity and you know i don't know about you but well actually you've, you've been kind of like a lifelong vegetarian so maybe you didn't kind of go through this but when i first went vegan you know, it was like my my friends were kind of like, you know, not all of them, but some of them, they were kind of like bitter about it. It was like, oh, you're changing. Yeah. Why are you changing? And, you know, as soon as they hear you've gone vegan, it's like, oh, you're, right. you're like a vegan now. You're you're all different. You know, we don't quite understand you anymore. And I think that for most people, it's that. So when you bring mm. them the arguments and you say, look, like this is the, the vegan philosophy and this is what it's about. They, their resistance to it isn't because they don't understand your arguments. The resistance to it is if I, if I choose to understand this, if I choose to really digest this and, and accept it as my truth, I've now got across this bridge of becoming vegan and having that entire, you know, ripping myself out of all of these social um, kind of paradigms I'm normally in, right? Like now yeah. when I go for pizza with the guys, what am I going to do? Am I going to have to like get a vegan pizza? Am I going to have to like not go to those occasions? How am I going to have that conversation with friends and family? You know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, I think that that's ultimately the hurdle for most people. So that's why, you know, again, I always just come back to like being a, an example of a vegan who has just, has just done it is healthy and, and is happy and fulfilled from it. That's always the most important, important thing for me because you can do arguments all day, but if people aren't ready to go through the, the, personal change they're just mm. going to reject all the arguments not because they're invalid but just because they're not willing to accept them because they know they'll have to change their actions after that yeah that's fair it's fair the reaction you had from your mates is similar to when someone quits drinking for example like you're not going to be one of us anymore you're not going to be yeah. you know you're not going to have the beers with us anymore what are we going to do how are we going to yeah. you know it, it 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 makes them feel especially because quitting drinking is a good thing right it's good for you and so is quitting smoking and 
so is going vegan. Like it, it's a, it's a good thing. It's like a morally good thing. And people don't like it when you do something for you, that's good. That makes them feel shit. So there's this, yeah, it's that, yeah, you have to get past that. And then I agree with you. Then you've got to get to the point where yeah, you show them like, Hey, look, you know, I'm still yeah. the same person. Everything's the same. And you can be too. Totally agree. And, and yeah. regarding the, um, I don't know. I, I don't know why I, you mentioned the man bun. I think just then, or maybe you didn't. But like, what came first—the veganism or the man bun? I wanted to—I wanted to ask that at the beginning, actually, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think the man bun was—I think I might have been growing the man. Like, maybe the man bun was after. Honestly, I don't know. It was very similar time. They would have been within months of each other, so the transition oh, yeah. happened together. Yeah, I, I mentioned. You used it to have the, one, right? I used to have one. I did, and it looked pretty good. But yeah, how old are you, by the way? 31. 31. Right. So you're reaching the time where you're probably going to have to maybe look into it. I hope you don't, mate. But I, I, I start. I got to like, I got to like 30, 31 and I started to see the receding hairline and I was like, oh, fuck, I can't keep this man bun up anymore. I see that every day. So I, I hope you don't get that, mate. I hope you get to keep a good, strong man bun for another like 20 years. But uh, just keep an eye out for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, but you do you think the receding that. was due to the man bun? Do you think that it caused No, 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 totally not. It was not. just, no, it was no, just, no. ah, it was just. Yeah, it was yeah. just that it, I'm getting to that age where it wasn't even, it's not even drastic, man. My hair's still fine, but it's just, you know, seeing it pulled back every day and seeing it yeah. slowly start to change, it just, just depressed the fuck out. Of me. No, so I've been, like, I've been thinking right. about, I've been thinking about taking it off mainly because when I put like my motorbike helmet on, like my, right. it, it, it's annoying. So like right, that right. might be the, the, the thing that pushes me over the edge. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, um, no, what, what, a, what a really important and, uh, you know, we needed to get that topic to be the final one because that's the one everyone was waiting for. You know, that's the yeah, clickbait. Yeah, yeah. That's what the video will be, the clickbait. Why, why, what came first, the man bun or veganism? That's what's <laughs> going to get everyone to watch till the end, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Of no, it's, course. Been, it's been awesome to have you here, mate. And uh, I've learned a lot today about libertarianism. And maybe there are going to be a lot of lefties in the comments now being like, David, no don't go there. These people are evil. I'm excited to see what you guys think about all of this that's been said today. Cause I can't really see anything that's unreasonable. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe mm -hmm. Johnny's trying to, <laughs> trying to like, trick me into becoming a dirty right winger here or something. I don't know. Oh, you guys are going to, this is where it all begins. <laughs> well, what, what is your, um, like, I know that your, your channel's like all about themes and stuff. Do you ever right. discuss politics? And if so, like, what is your kind of like current like view about oh. that? Would you call yourself lefty or are you relatively agnostic i i feel like i fall like center left uh, if i was to take a okay. test which i've taken tests uh, that's what people would say to me but like i don't i don't go out into the world with this in my head i just look at topics and i'm like i have my opinion and then sometimes i've had opinions on things where people have been like you sound like a fucking right winger blah, blah, blah. and then i've had another opinion where someone will go like you're so woke you're a little you know a little woke pussy so it really you know i go from like some things people would tell me like you've got an I've got an extremely left view on extremely progressive and then in the same sentence like maybe well two sentences later they would say wow you sound like Jordan Peterson so it's I I really honestly I couldn't tell you at this point um depends on who you ask yeah. <laughs> there's something I was thinking about just before this yeah. conversation to, to try and like you know obviously I I spend a lot of time trying to get like people on the right to think about veganism but just to go th go the right. other way like you know, pe people who are who are vegan would say, for instance, I imagine, I, or I would hope, that like animal use in like medicines and stuff is wrong, even if those medicines, mm. you know, might be like useful for humans. Or, or for instance, animal testing is a good example, right? You know, um, I can't remember yeah. the word for it, but uh, vivisection. 
vivisection. Like yeah. most vegans are against that. Even if it has a positive outcome for humans, even if you could take a, a monkey or whatever and do loads of experiments on it, and then um, humans would be uh, would benefit from it, we accept as vegans. It's fundamentally wrong to do that to an animal, even if it has an outcome for humans, because the um, the kind of rights of the uh, animal, like they trump everything. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's going to save, save humans. Like you can't um, inflict that on an animal. Now, I would say, like obviously, it's a very it's a different thing. I'm kind of like bridging a, a big gap here, but taking that similar sure. philosophy to libertarianism, the, the whole um, premise is if we should entitle people to the um, to their own property rights and the, the rights of their own body and et cetera. And everything should be kind of consensual. Um, even if the outcome of that means that you might have uh, more wealth disparity, et cetera, that actually like we, we don't justify something being a, a breaching of individual rights on the basis of its kind of greater good. And right. I think the vegans should understand that because that's our whole philosophy is that it doesn't matter how much good it does. It doesn't matter. Vivisection yeah. is wrong. Even if it, even if it saves, saves humans, and I think that I if you it. start thinking in those terms and you think of it on a, on a kind of more political scale, you start trending towards ideas of libertarianism. So I actually think that, mm. you know, maybe, maybe that'll open, open mind for, for some of your listeners as well cool. to start looking into libertarianism. And there's, there's loads of good, good areas for that. There's a, there's a website called Mises, Mises.org. Um, okay. and that? that one, M I S E S. Okay. Okay. And, and that, yeah. and that, you know, that's kind of got loads of, you know, it's got really great, um, kind of text. It's got articles, it's got kind of books, audio books, everything like that. And it's really good for, for kind of like starting to, to learn about, um, the philosophy of like libertarianism and stuff like that. So I would definitely, definitely recommend that as a, as a place for people to look as well. Great, man. That was one of my questions actually. So I'm glad you covered that and I'll, I'll be checking that out. And, uh, people can find your incredibly problematic podcast as well, right? On Spotify, <laughs> Apple podcasts, um, the staying free podcast, right? Yeah. The staying free podcast. I've, I've also got a YouTube channel, um, which I'm currently trying to get it up to speed, but, um, okay. yeah, I'm putting on my episode backlog, but yeah, some of the stuff that we talk about on there, like just, I know that YouTube's going to censor it. So at the moment I'm kind of going through 100%. and just making sure that I'm censoring areas which we're not allowed to talk about, but um, I'm bringing that up to speed. So if people want to listen to it there, that's great. Um, yeah. Or they can go to my Twitter, which is staying free pod. Um, and there's a link there in the bio that'll take you to all of the different podcast channels. So you can cool. or podcast apps, you can check it, check it out there. Yeah. And generally on that podcast, I'm talking about, you know, this, this conversation, conversation is about ethics. A lot of it's about kind of like self-sovereignty. Some of it's like, um, politics, um, you know, geopolitics, macroeconomics, there's tons of different stuff in there, but it's normally kind of from a, like a libertarian bent and the idea that like the individual, like self-sovereignty kind of versus these like big powers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the two of the two ones I listened to that you had were, uh, they were mostly surrounding the events of the last couple of years, um, specifically yeah. one one massive event. And that's why I said incredibly problematic, because I'm sure a lot of people right. are going to uh, have a very uncomfortable time listening to, to these things because, um, you know, you know how it's been over the past couple. But I think a lot of people actually yeah. now, right now, at least, I think a lot of people are starting to be more open minded to what the hell has been going on over the past couple of years and kind of listening to alternative viewpoints. Um, if I you're, so, if you, yeah. when you released those podcasts, at least the one in December, I can imagine that wasn't the case. <laughs> should, oh yeah. Yeah. Quite, I mean, yeah, yeah. When I first, when I first did it, you know, people, people thought I was, I was crazy, but I, I really mm. think that like over the, over the time of doing my, my podcast, a lot of like the stuff that we were kind of talking about has been very much vindicated. Um, right. you know, and, right. uh, so yeah, it was, 
like I think that now a lot more people have the skepticism which I've had from very early on about things that have happened over the past like couple of years. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's starting to get more palatable, but YouTube still doesn't like it. So I still have to no, do a bit of censoring no, on there. Not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> smart, smart thing to do, mate. Cool. Yeah. So that's where, we, that's where people can find you. Also on Twitter as at Johnny Hoddle and yep. uh, anywhere else you're on Instagram, but you don't use it, right? Yeah, at the moment, no. I do actually have uh, Staying Free Pod is on there as well, but I cool. don't... Um, I haven't really done much with it yet, so I might build it up cool. at some point. But for now, yeah, it's That's, mainly you've got a pretty big Twitter anyway, stuff. right? Yeah, you got a big, you're big on pretty big on Twitter, yeah. so like, yeah, you might as well stick with what's working. Awesome, dude. Sure. Is there anything else you wanted to add that we didn't cover? Uh, no, that's all. That's all. Yeah. Thanks so much for yeah, having man. me. Like, I really appreciate it. You know, if people haven't looked at your last video where you actually did a breakdown of the debate, like, yeah, props to you for doing that. I definitely think that people should people should watch that because you, you echo kind of a lot of what I was thinking after it. So yeah, like well done and yeah, good luck with your channel and hopefully we, we get to speak again at some point.